Welcome to another edition of the Strongcast. I'm your host, Armstrong Williams. We have as our guest today, the Speaker of the Parliament for Moldova. Um, let me welcome um, Andriana Kandu to the show. Why should Americans care about Moldova? Well, because Americans, they care about their Western values, the values which are fundamentals for your country. And when speaking about Moldova, we are in a very difficult region with uh, being very much influenced by Russia Federation, for example. You know what is happening now in Ukraine with the conflict. And uh, when a country like Russia Federation tries to interfere, interfere in our country to break the, 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 the democratic rules and to control the country so Moldovans, they don't have a freedom of choice and freedom of speech and all those fundamentals. So therefore, I think for United States, as the country which is promoting those Western real values, is very important. You know, I, I was just reading a story in that part of the world where in Hungary, um, they just closed down American University. People are saying it's closed down because of the influence of George Soros. But many people say it's actually closed because the Russians do not want American values continuing to spread to that part of the world. Do you think many of the issues that you have, whether it's the, the stronghold that Russia may have over Moldova because of the oil and gas, or because of the cyber attacks that they may use against your small country, do you think that the Russians are really more antagonistic towards you because of the American influence in your region? The, the energy supply, the hybrid threats we call them, these are only the tools. I think the ultimate scope or the idea is to restore the Soviet Union. And unfortunately, when we believe that the Cold War is over, it seems to be that it's not. And therefore, I think it's just a matter of, the, of restoring the empire, the Soviet empire. But how do you fight against that? I mean, there's only so but, much that a US ally can do, a North Atlantic ally can do. What do you do? How do you, how do you fight against that? Well, for example, uh, Moldova is dependent now on the Russian gas almost like 100%. Yes. So right. we look for the alternatives. We look for different other resources. We build now, we're building now the gas pipe from my country to European Union country. We look for alternatives in the electricity in, and we'll look also for the alternatives of bringing business from United States. For example, last year, a big American corporation came to invest in Moldova in oil and gas. When speaking about the uh, hybrid war, also about the mass media and propaganda, disinformation, then is to really invest and to have better conditions for uh, mass media industry, for the freedom of press. Then uh, when it's about the, uh, we, we have unfortunately a separate region called Transnistria, which is controlled by the Russian Federation. They have also military presence there, military Russian troops. So we call for the solidarity with other countries, including United States, push Russians away from, from my country because part of my territory, uh, almost 11% of my territory of my country is occupied by the Russian troops. So it's to call all the stakeholders, the United Nations, but particularly United States is a stronger partner for us to call Russians to leave the country. But um, obviously the Russians in their mind, they are former at stake. So they're willing to invest more to reach their goal and their aspirations. There are people, as I mentioned, in places like Hungary or places like Moldova and that part of the world, who still privately, even within your own government, your own country, 
because money, Russia has the resource, the money, they're able to bribe, they're able to bribe, pay people off, they're able to control and to manipulate. How do you fight their own factions within your own country that's influenced by the Russians? By, by running the reforms so we can reform the judiciary system to make the institutions stronger, to have a rule of law above everything and to fight against corruption. As stronger are the institutions and strengthening the system and the rule of law, then we can keep Russia outside of Moldova so they would not be able to, to collude with uh, domestic affairs to corrupt our politicians or to break the system. So, and, and in this respect, also the United States is a very important partner because sharing the experience, knowledge, and uh, the values that we really are looking forward to implementing in Moldova. Help, help our American audience understand our government presence in Moldova. Well, the, currently in Moldova, unfortunately, is divided. Uh, we have a pro-Russian president, which has uh, limited powers, and we have pro-Western parliament and government. But we are running very close to parliamentary elections at the end of February. And for us, it's very important that to, on one side, we ensure that the elections are fair, legal, and true. On another side, that Moldovans are the only one who take the decisions and make the choice what's the future of the country. Based on the results of the government and not, and not by being interfered and influenced by Russian Federation, which is now trying to support pro-Russian parties, to endorse them financially, to support, so to help them to get in the government and then to switch the country from the Western values for the pro-Russian geostrategic positions. No, obviously, as someone who's not only the host of this show, but as a broadcast owner across the United States, you came to this country for a purpose. I mean, you, got, you came here until, what, December 8th? Then you go back to your country. Uh, what, is, what is it, for you, would you define as being successful um, to get the best return on your investment? Because I've noticed you've been all over TV and other different media pleading your case. What do you jeopardize? What is victory for you? What do you want to accomplish? Well, if Moldova is closer to Western values and we... But how do we get them closer to Western values? You've got to really explain I, that. Here, we don't talk in sound bites. We want you to really speak to us in detail. How does that work? Let's put it in this way. U.S. business, come to invest in my country, create jobs, generate the economy. This is the biggest solution, and this is the best solution for the economy. Two years ago, the Moldovan banking system was dominated by the Russian shareholders. Today, by bringing a new legislation, new law, a new system, we managed to have 95% of the banking system now is held as the ownership by the Western banks in energy and oil and gas. Instead of having Russian companies, corporations there, it would be great to have American companies. In defense and security, to have to train the army, to, to, to uh, build the infrastructure, uh, United States can support Moldova also in terms of infrastructure. It was built a very nice highway, road. So it's step by step, step by step, I think Moldova is becoming a Western country, also by bringing the new law, new rules. And like this, we secure Moldova to be part of the free world and be part of the Western. But what, but what price do you pay by having the support of the United States in all these areas that you just mentioned? Is there price? Is there compromise? Do they allow you to operate freely? Do you become a puppet of our government? Well, uh, it's very painful to run the reforms. 
but definitely at the end of the day, ultimately, people will feel the results. And all, we already can see that by generating jobs, for example, last year, we have generated around 60,000 jobs. For my country, this is very significant. The growth in the economy for the last three years of 4.5 in GDP. In some industries, we have a boom. If in uh, high technologies, in the information technologies and communication, four years ago, it was 1% from GDP. Now it's 10% from GDP. So, and people, day by day, day by day, they will feel better. They will, they will feel secure. They will, you know, you're not really answering my question. Let me, let me ask it to you pointedly. I mean, we remember the Marshall Plan, yeah. how the United States went and rebuilt Europe. United States Germany, rebuilt Germany and Japan. Are the United States, because people are questioning where we place our resources today. They re, they're questioning what is it do we get returned? Are we doing it for benevolent reasons because we care about democracy, the freedom of ideas, the freedom of the press, the freedom for economy to grow, sort of like the United States, sort of in the model that we have? Uh, is there something that the United States asks? Are you saying that the United States' hands is more pure than the Russians and there are no strings attached? Or they just want to see you get to become the kind of government and with the citizenship that every nation deserves? Yes, United States is an exporter of those important values that we very much want to be attached. Let me put it in this way. I will give okay. you a straight answer. Okay, please. When I was a child, I was born and I grew up in the Soviet Union. My first touch with the United States was by listening, hiding myself with my father, Voice of America, radio channel. So that time, being a teenager, for the first time I understood what does it mean United States, what does it mean a Western democracy, what does it mean the freedom of people to choose their future? And what does it mean freedom of speech? For the first time in my life at that time, I heard about what does it mean hard rock music and the stars and all this. We did not have something like this, a choice in the Soviet Union. I don't want to go back to that system. So this is progress. Yes. Yes. And I don't want that my country become the hostage of some of the game arounds in the region and that the Soviet Union, the Soviet Union is backed, uh, I want my country to be part of the free world. What, what about the backing of places like the UK, France, and other partners in the UK, in the, in the European Union? Well, European Union is something that we would like to become a, a one day member state, as a member state. But still, European Union goes through a difficult period of time, and shapes and unshapes with this Brexit, with this United Kingdom leaving the European Union. It's difficult to speak with uh, 25 countries. Uh, it's, as, as Mr. Kessinger was saying before, it's really very difficult to pick up the phone and to speak with someone who takes the decisions. With the United States, it's different. And therefore, I'm here in the United States, in Washington, to speak with people on the Hill, in the, U.S. administration, so to find a way how the United States can be more engaged in the region, for my country, for the countries around the neighbor countries, and to hold on and to keep Russia away of their influencing and interferences. But also what you're saying, say, which I think that sometimes that we as Americans forget, is that the United States still play a very pivotal role in the world. Uh, you know, being an American citizen, sometimes we can take for granted what it means to be America 
and the reach that America has in the world and the difference that it can make. You take a country like yours at Moldova, it's not that we're going to say your survival is dependent on the United States, but it certainly plays a role in it. Absolutely. The United States can play a difference. Absolutely. In my country, we are the, in the front line. So we really rely on partners, strong countries like the United States and our allies. Because without support, definitely my country can be, can be broken easy. And, and, and other than the oil and gas, what are other types of American businesses that may be watching this broadcast and listening to you as a speaker of parliament should consider investing in Moldova? Because people of Moldova, they are very uh, literate in different languages. It's really very easy to, to, to find a way to do business in many other countries using the Moldovan potential and resources. It's one of the best agriculture area in the region. And we, by the way, produce one of the best wines in the world. And, and I'm sure please, you brought me a bottle. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> and please come to Moldova. You would be amazed to see the biggest underground winery. Really? Centers, which are recorded in the, in the Guinness record book, hundreds of kilometers underground. This, the former Secretary of State, James Baker, when he was visiting Moldova in 1994, he said, United States is a big country on the ground. Moldova is a big country underground. It would be nice to host you also in Moldova so you can feel it and see it by, by yourself. Other than wine, what else can people find when they come to your place in Moldova? Beautiful place for tourism, beautiful place for the technologies, a good young generation of very good mind and technologies. So really, we can build something like a Silicon Valley there because it's a, with a huge resources and potential. Agriculture, I'm sure that there are some ideas of the gas and oil as well. So, a great place to come to see and to do business. You know, it's interesting because you have a, a very illustrious political resume. Um, Deputy Prime Minister, um, Speaker of Parliament, and you still look fairly, fairly young. Do someday, do you hope to become the head of state for your country? Uh, and what is it like service for you? Why do you choose to serve? No, I, th I don't have political ambition. Everybody has to, political yeah, ambition. No, come I mean, on. Come on. I'm, yes, please. I, okay. think, yes. I think I reach a level already, quite, quite a high level in my country. And by the way, sometimes when our president, pro-Russian president, is not behaving well, I'm replacing him based on some decisions. So we suspend him, and I can exercise his power sometimes. But it's not about this. It's not about power. It's not about, indeed, politicians, they fight for power, and this is normal. But if I manage every day, at least a little bit, to write a, a small piece of history of in development and progress for my country, to develop my country, then I'm fine and I'm very happy. And I was doing this before the political life, in business, in consulting. I was uh, managing an office of a big corporation, a big four. And uh, now, as either in the government or in the parliament, what I do is just to do for my country to bring the country at that level of development, that that will be then easy to do something else. Help, help us maybe understand. become a, a, someone that, like you, maybe to work for TV stations. Uh, help us understand your most valuable resource. Help us understand the people of Moldova. Yes. Tell us what is it about them, the people that you, why you travel to our country to fight for their future. People of Moldova, they are very good people, very open with a high level of hospitality. Really, we, when foreigners come, we like them to, to feel home. 
people which they speak different languages, they different educations from the old school of Soviet Union to the new Western good schools. They're hard workers. I would say they work a lot. And it's just to, to guide sometimes and to give them the freedoms and that we can make a, the best country in the region. Does Moldova, does it have a website that people want yes. to? What is that? What is that address? Well, you don't know. It's, it's moldova.moldova.com, okay. well, so it can be. That, you don't know. That, that, it's that, okay that. if you don't know. I understand. We're not putting you on the spot. I understand. We can always tag that. Let me, let me come back to you. You mentioned wine. What are some of the other things that are unique about Moldova? And tell us exactly where it is on the map. Moldova, it's in the eastern part of Europe, just at the Black Sea, at the shore, between a beautiful country, Romania, and a beautiful country of Ukraine. You heard about Dracula? Yes, I have. Dracula is coming from a Romanian part called Transylvania, was where I was, by the way, studying my law degree. I graduated there. So it's, it's a country which is a major country linked with the history, legends, stories, and I hope with a great future. Okay. So, so what are some of the challenges that your country faces? Talk about some of the challenges. That you know, is it poverty? Uh, is it uh, crime? Um, is it taking care of your seniors in their old age? Is it a struggling economy? What are some of the, the, the issues that face a little? And what is the population of Moldova? 3.7 million. It's a small country. Sort of like New Jersey. It's a small country. Yes, OK. With a huge potential, with a very good agricultural soil, so you can really. What, what are some of the challenges? The challenges it's a, it's a really to to succeed in breaking from the old mentality of the Soviet, I would say, Homo Sovieticus mentality, to the new Western mind. Um, I want to get your final thoughts because I know I got to get you out of here because you've got to go and speak. Um, to some of our leaders in this country to make your case. I really appreciate having you on, and I really wish you well. Your final thoughts? Final thoughts? My final thoughts? Yes. Moldova needs partners and friendship and allies from the United States, from the American people, because we really like to be like you, with those values, with that economy, and definitely Moldova is going to have a good chance and result. And there's no, there's no second guessing in your mind that Moldova, Ukraine is very threatened by the Russian aggression. They are, but we will do our best to keep Russians away. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank, Thank you for you this much. edition of the Strongcast with your host, Armstrong Williams.